Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Cracker Classics, a weekly podcast in which I, Ian, and me, Josh, we watch a classic movie and see if we could still call it classic in today or yeah. something. Yeah, we do what we do. If if you're here, you've probably listened to other episodes, so you know what we do. And if you're not here, I'm sorry, we can't explain it well. And bye. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not here, we can say whatever we want, and it won't matter to you. I intend to do that today. Me too. (laughs) It's time for another language, not English. Hooray! He picked Fellini. Yeah. We're going to watch Eight and a Half, because of course we picked Fellini. Yep. For whatever reason, I find Fellini to be like the highbrow of movies for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and I say a... this with no basis because I've seen maybe one Fellini film. I have not seen a single Fellini film. Fifteen years, maybe. I don't even think I saw the whole thing. I don't remember. No, it, it, Fellini's one of those that it, it's just got this arty aura to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I barely know what this is about. I know like virtually nothing about his actual body of work. Mm. I just know that. If you're a movie fan, you're a Fellini fan, supposedly. Everyone says he's great. Yeah, exactly. Like Citizen Kane. <sighs> it's not bad. It's just not as great as everyone it was innovative. Says it, is. it was innovative. It was innovative. For Give its it time, credit yes. for that. So maybe we'll have a, another <laughs> bout of that. I certainly hope it's more than just innovative. I'm sure it's very, very good. I'm not. But I'm willing to find out. Okay. That was good. <laughs> I, I, I will not go in with any certainties of any kind, because I have no idea. The, um, the idiotiest bit that I know about this movie, it's sort of meta. Yeah, reading the description, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to show how uh, Amerocentric I am, <laughs> it sounded very Kaufman-esque to me. <laughs> Kinda. A little. A little um, if, if you want to... Anachronize it like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's only made forty years before Kaufman did a damn thing, right. but <laughs> but I mean, it's about a movie director making a movie, so yeah. And uh, I saw the term director's block. Yep, which I'm sure is a thing. I'm just not in, you know, not in the movie business. I've never heard that term before. I know I... writer's block. I know painter's block, Mm -hmm. I know sculptor's block, so I assume there's that for every art. It makes sense, just never thought of that. Yeah. What does a director do besides, say, action? Quite a bit. He says cut. (laughs) Quite a bit. (laughs) I'm not here to uh, diss directors. They're they're very important and they have their artistic style. Yep. So we call the good ones auteurs. Fellini is an auteur. In theory. Yeah, that's what everyone says. We're here to find out. We may be uh, incurring the ire of the cinema community. Nah, I haven't been there, done that. Yeah, we're not going to notice anyway. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> no one noticed. Yeah. It's not my goal with this movie, though. I no. mainly want to know why it's the hell it's called Eight and a Half. Um, we'll find out. It would make more sense if it was porn. Well, yes. Sure, if you dig deep enough, there's a porn somewhere called Eight and a Half. No, may have an extra I, word attached to I it or something. I do believe but... the porn version would be Eighteen and a Half. Oh. Because <laughs> Seventeen and a Half would not be legal. 
<laughs> At least not in this country. No, I'm just thinking inches, so. Oh, I was thinking age. Like 18 and a half sounds like some barely legal. Oh, God, then what's eight porn. and a half? Well, that would Bad be size. Bad. Eight and a half is size. <laughs> but if you go 18 and a half, then you could do like an age thing. Some barely That's legal true. thing. That's true. That's true. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> That's why 17 and a half would not be legal in America. And eight and a half would just be terrible. Porn does have standards. <laughs> Most porn. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's watch some Italian cinema, shall we? And see how much porn there is in this. <laughs> eh, there may be some. Maybe a lot. foreign film in the I don't know Fellini. He may so. put some boobs in there. I don't know. Yeah. Then we'll see. I always assume that's more of a French thing. That's kind of the stereotype. It's but, a European thing. Yeah, that's... Uh, but not a British thing. <laughs> definitely not a British thing. True European thing. <laughs> yeah. European. Yeah, well, when Brexit proved the Brits aren't true Europeans. Oh, yeah. Yep. They never wanted to be in that club anyway. <laughs> they wanted to run it, but not be in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's Britain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, movies. Our, our let's, actual job. Let's go to Italy. Let's do it. We'll be, we will be back for intermission impressions in just a moment. Yay. Yay. Well, uh, do you know what's going on? Kinda. It's about where I'm at. Well, Maybe. Uh, what do you think's going on? Well, aside from the pre-sandwich that we we just <sighs> saw with the little boy, that was um, that was not. I don't think supposed to have no. any sort of connotation. No, no like I, that. I don't think it was either. But I believe the kid was running off, and the priests were disciplining him. Yeah. Yeah. But... It's kind of hard to not see that. I know. I, <laughs> the I understand way we that. see it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're Catholic priests too. So yeah. yeah. But beyond well, that, plot-wise, what do you think's going on? There's a plot. Yes. Really? Yes, there is. I swear there is a little bit. I thought we were just following people as things happened. And there's a lot of that. Weird but there's stuff just kind of. Plot was starting there. Plot is starting to come out. Okay, so basically, as far as I can tell, like director dude is playing mysterious because he has no idea what he's actually doing for his movie. Yes, he has his mistress in a hotel down the way, and she's weird. She's weird, and his producer mm. is that's his producer, right? That's. Which like producer, engaged to the young girl, the manic child. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Maybe his brother as well. That I was a little I, yeah, confused I'm not sure on, that, on that, but he's the main producer, and then you've got the American, who I, yeah, I think is another potential financial backer. Yeah, he's he's more of an executive producer than yes. a producer. He's not doing actual work on the movie he just kind of throws money and ideas at it adds some dollars to the lira yeah 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 in classic american fashion yeah i love how the american is a kind of a caricature and because i'm giving you money i'm gonna tell you things about what you should do in your movie no just give me the money and let me make my damn movie the things he asked about the movie and stuff was yeah american's very weird that's american that's how Italians view Americans. It's fun. Well, we are weird. 
I'm not going to deny strange. that. So, yes, we have that going on. He's being very mysterious about everything because he doesn't know what he wants. Yep. And he's basically stringing everyone along, including this really annoying French actress who just needs to go away. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. like her. No. <laughs> There's all these things that I could be doing that I'm not, but I could be. But I'm waiting on you, so well, do director, something. But... Director's kind of being the same way. Yeah. I could be doing all of these things, but I'm not. I'm just stringing you all along and having a little fun on the side. Lying to my wife. Telling my mistress to wear slutty makeup. Ugh. Which was awful. Uh, what was that? He um, just drew two diagonal slashes. Yeah. Which I get it. Okay, like, fine. It gives that burlesque sort of feel. Does he want the angry but... baby? Is that... Yeah, that's, it's also that's all it makes eyes. me think of is, is is drawing eyebrows on babies and the, the angry <laughs> baby. That's all it made me think of. We have this weird juxtaposing in this movie of sort of the chaos of other people yeah. around him. And then all of these weird montage sequence dreams. They feel like dream sequences to me. I, yeah. At least in the very beginning, he woke up. We saw that. Yeah. But then there's like these childhood flashbacks. Are they? Well, he was a little boy when he was getting the the bath. The bath, yeah. And then I think being tackled by the priests was him again as a boy. Yeah, it was a creepy that was lady a in the abandoned house or whatever, wherever that was. Yeah. Now that was a Mrs. Robinson on meth situation there, I think. She was just kinda <laughs> Yeah, starting that was kinda to pull the clothes off and shake things about and all these ten year old boys are just kinda clapping along. No one boy was slapping himself silly. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Um yeah, I'm not understanding. Nope. Don't think I'm supposed to understand though. It's Fellini. I don't know. I'm not highbrow enough to uh, Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of context I need to have any idea what the fuck's going on. So. I think this is supposed to be like a part autobiographical meta yeah. thing. And so there's just little in- info about him that I don't know. I don't know this guy. Yeah, I'm lost, but I don't think I'm completely lost. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I I, I don't know what's going on, but I don't necessarily feel i'm supposed to but i'm intrigued for what yeah like things are unfolding gradually i'm not like um disengaged Mm -hmm. i'm very much engaged i feel things will happen and it might be very interesting what happens and yeah i'm i'm invested Mm -hmm. i have no idea why (laughs) but i am so yeah there's a tension build up i mean a Uh lot of this you know he feels very self-centered, this director guy, Guido. Yes. And he's sort of building this world of fantasy around him, and I feel like reality's gonna kick him in the ass. Or will reality just fall away? Maybe, but I kind of want the wife to show up. I well, he did invite our... her. Exactly, I think that's our <laughs> catalyst. I think so, too. He offered the empty invitation of, oh, come up here and see how alone I am. Yeah. When really he's got, like, he knows everyone around there. That seems to be, yeah. 
the, the yeah. start of the movie was kind of strange. I guess he's at a spa. Yeah. A rest spa. Basically a place where rich just, people go to get pampered. Yeah, I think it's just a resort kind of thing. Yeah. But then uh, work comes with him. And play. Yeah. I don't quite get it. What, I, where's your rest? I've never been rich enough to do that, so... Oh, no, no. I've never had a mistress. I've never... Like, I, I, I cannot personally relate to so much of it. <laughs> Best I could do is say that I've gone on a vacation. I've gone on vacation. I've gone done somewhere. That. Definitely done that. And sort of got rest on vacation, though you don't really get a lot of rest on vacation. There's a lot of go here and do this and yeah. stuff a lot of the times. But you got rest from your normal life. Yeah, your normal everyday, which mm-hmm. he seems to have brought with him. Rule number one, so. don't take your shit with you on vacation. Yeah. Because other shit that you haven't been dealing with will pro- usually comes out when you're on vacation. Yep. <laughs> and deal with that instead. Yeah. As best you can. I don't know. I think he's got some comeuppance coming his way, and I sort of look forward to what that's going to be. I have no idea what's coming. I, I, I think that's a possibility, but I don't necessarily feel that that's been forecast. Well, I'm not going to put money on it or anything. With the, the straws that I'm grasping at are these. <laughs> <laughs> it's like talking through chicken. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a bad segue, but, but but the mistress talks through chicken. Well, what was what was it you found out though? Like the whole oh the, the dubbing, all and... the dialogue is dubbed in after in post. Yeah, and the actors are just speaking random lines on set, and I don't know. It, it's weird though. Apparently, when this movie was made, it was big in Italian cinema to dub all the sound after filming. So. My movement of mouths aren't is lining up with dialogue no, and stuff. Not and... at all. Like, she's literally got a piece of chicken in her mouth, and she's talking. Like, it doesn't... Doesn't quite add up. It really does not yeah. add up. And I've learned to avoid looking at mouths. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. Just, just read the subtitles. Just read the subtitles yeah. and listen and look at foreheads and if there's two people look, look at, at yeah, the person who's not not talking, talking. yes exactly <laughs> otherwise it will drive you absolutely insane <laughs> yeah it's because, very strange but yeah. it's apparently what they did it's in the 60s in italian movies it's like watching a bad dub it's strike one in the fellini masterpiece category of it. yeah i get it was the i get that's a product of your time but uh it doesn't i don't approve of it in this day and age Take that damn onion off your belt. What? Oh, that was the style at the time? Of course, no one knew that for me. (laughs) Um, I I, I like to think that that our three fans are also Simpsons fans. Uh, Petition to start calling it Liberty Cabbage again. (laughs) Yeah, I am invested in this so that we should finish it. I don't begrudgingly. I don't don't have any uh, urge to stop. You should watch it. Yeah. Let's I'm get intrigued. back to it. Yeah. Let's get back to it. See we'll, what the hell happens. We'll see, see if we can figure on. this out. We'll be back. Um, <laughs> you go. I'm not sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. No? I don't. No. 
I don't think so. Um, I'm not sure I can explain. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. It is also one of those things that if you do not understand, I don't know how to explain. Uh (laughs) I can't say I understand. Okay, um, let's go with your impression. We'll, we'll try to talk through this. Okay, all right. Um, so, it's like the movie he was making was never supposed to be from the get-go. Like, it was all fantasy, mm-hmm. even entirely delusional. Yes. And that was the the surreal part, was all of the chaos and making the movie and and all of that. Meanwhile, the real life stuff is his life falling apart with his wife and with his mistress and stuff. And, mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they go to make the movie. Yeah. And then I get a little lost. <laughs> I It gets to a, a strange point of I'm, I'm not sure what was real life and what was in his mind. Maybe. That's because it all is. Fair enough. But it could have all have been in his head because what about his wife? No, I'm saying it all is real and it all is in his head. Oh, I see. Yes. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh You don't, but it's okay. I I sort of get gotcha. (laughs) It's all it's all supposed to be his a view in his mind of him trying to make this movie but he doesn't know how to make the movie this is like adaptation but without the adaptation kind of kind of yeah like he made a movie about making a movie because he didn't have any other ideas to make a movie yes only this is more like he's making this movie because he doesn't know what else to do but he doesn't know what to make of this movie. But is he making a movie? No. Exactly. But he is. <laughs> but he has to come to terms with the fact that he's, he's not, not making, making a, movie a movie while everyone around him is telling him he's making a movie. Okay. Because he's so used to making the movie that he's not making. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's beautiful. Fucking love it. <laughs> This is going to the top of my list. I'm not going to put it on the top. Oh, God, I uh... love this movie. (laughs) There was a fabulous line from the wife. Yeah. From Louisa. I only know what you show me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was a nice, uh, I guess, foreshadowing of of all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. But I took it literally of, it's a very relationship thing. It very much is, yeah. You only know about a person by what they show you mm-hmm. and most of the movie he was showing her that he's a liar a piece of shit i didn't think that was intentional though i think it was just because uh-uh. he was a lying piece no, of shit but that's what he's showing her uh-huh actually not who he is Are you sure yes <laughs> okay go along go ahead. but that's what he's showing her because he doesn't know what else to show her. He doesn't know how else to be. Uh-huh. But he has to come to terms with those to be able to show her something else, to be able to be what he really is, which is not those things. 
but he has to come to terms with the fact that he is those things in order to not be those things. And that's why he stopped the film. The film. Yes. Because he came to terms with it. Uh-huh. And was able to metaphorically take the gun to his head. Mm-hmm. And... Blow the movie's brains out. Yes. Cry. It's starting to get to the, be like the producers here. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except that show went on. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's much more along the lines of adaptation. Yeah, I, I, I'm going <laughs> to stick with my original comparison here. Yes. The adaptation was a little different. He had the yeah. source material to work with and was mm-hmm. like, how the fuck do you make a movie out of this piece of shit book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Though kind of here, he's like, how the fuck do I make a movie with my life being what it is. fucked up like it yes. is? Uh-huh. But I was with him where he's like, I'll make a movie about how fucked up my life is. Uh-huh. Oh, and then someone had a great line about that that, that was um, presumptuous of him to think that anyone's going to care. Yes. <laughs> Loved that. There was still... Ah. There, there's a lot here. I guess. Yep. <laughs> so then you just have all of these random women. All the women he didn't know how to love. Okay. So it's the women that he either had flings with or wanted to have flings with. I mean, it all comes together in that idealized scene of him where it's basically his harem. And then he's got the (laughs) wife that does all the work at the house, but she's fine with it. Yeah. And like... He breaks out the whip. (laughs) Yeah. He's in charge. He's in control. That's it's very important. We were getting there because that's yeah. a scene of... Uh-huh. <laughs> Which also has to do with him making the movies because he's in charge and he's in control. Yeah, he cracks the whip on the set because uh-huh. he's the director. And it, yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of this idealized... Not quite how I want my life to be, but... but... How I think I want my life yes. to be. Yes. With stupid misogynistic This is the movie I'm of... trying to make that I can't make because it's not real. I have to, in order to make a movie, it has to be real. Mm-hmm. But I, this is the movie I'm, but the movie I'm trying to make isn't real. So I can't make it because it's not real, but I'm going to keep trying to make it. It'll never get made. I'll keep trying to make it, but until I realize that it's not real and I can only make things that are real. Uh, it. Okay. Yeah. 230-foot spaceship. It's kind of there. Uh, That's not exactly what it's... But that's, like, in the ballpark. Uh (laughs) Okay. It might be out in left field, but it's in the ballpark. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) It's just there's a a level of ego here that that I'm just sort of not jiving with. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I get Hell the of an ego. I get the meta nature, and I don't know. I, I feel like you could have done this just a little bit better from that egotistical side of it. Like in the end, it still feels self-indulgent. Uh huh. Like he did not actually learn anything. He just got over whatever hump that he had put in his way. Because mm-hmm. it all feels very self-imposed. Yes. Like, I did this shit to myself, and then I've made it worse, and then I'm going to get out of it. And yep, pretty much. It it's, just feels very, well, very self-centered. Uh-huh. It is. I and I alone. It very much And is. all of these NPCs around me <clears throat> that I but influence. That's the thing, though. Everyone else is NPC but Louisa. 
True. She is more of a catalyst. She has an effect on him. Mm, she is his wife. Yes. She is the only other real person in that movie. He just barely treats her like one, though. That's the problem he has to overcome. Yeah. And, and he, I don't he has he, to. And I don't feel like yeah. he overcame it in the end. I fully. Well, like... you got to look at their conversation at, at the end there. Mm -hmm. Like, when he said, like, all I know how to do is lie. And I want to do more. And she's like, well, this is the first time I can see you're actually, you actually believe that. Uh, yeah. So, like, they're willing to work together to make something real. Mm-hmm. While the movie just continues to happen around. Because the movie will continue to... The, the the not getting made movie will continue all the chaos and not reality all the npcs will continue it, to dance around them keep going yeah. they'll have to join the dance somewhat too but together they know that they're making something real in the midst of all the chaos such a hollywood ending it's really not Hollywood is garbage at this sort of thing. Well, yes, but the ending and the way it's sort oh, of like... Oh, yeah, like, it, it, it's a spectacle. It's a, yeah. It's... <laughs> and, and there is sort of a tying up in a bow. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, there were like four I, I... points where I felt the movie could have ended and it would have been beautiful. Yeah. And then it just kept going. But there was more. But there was more, but it was fine. <laughs> and then it reached another point where it could have ended and it would have been beautiful. And then it kept going and it was fine. And... <laughs> That's fucking life, man. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've hit a point where it could have ended. It would have been beautiful, but it keeps it going, end, and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I get that entirely. <laughs> that I mean, that's my big takeaway from it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I guess I just don't believe him. What he said to her, I don't. It's just words to me. I don't believe it's... him. I need more. Well, you have to look at what he did and i mean the gun under the table is really that was that's sort of his the moment. breaking point of that's the turning point the pivot yeah that's when he threw away the movie he was trying to make that wasn't real anyway to make something real yeah there's a lot of unraveling and, and iceberg. Oh yes, <laughs> to this, and I'm yeah. There's I, I'm not trying to rip this movie apart because I did very much enjoy it. I'm just still <laughs> I'm trying to peel back these like onion layers of meta ness and all. I'm hitting his ego so far, and I know there's more to it there. <laughs> but I just didn't like the character. Did not like Guido. He was, you didn't have to. I think that was the point. You didn't have to like him. You weren't supposed to like him. But generally, when you make a movie, whether you like him or you don't that like you're him, supposed to you know. But that was part of the you're commentary. supposed to feel empathy for this. Exactly, kid. but that's part you, of the commentary of the movie. Is like usually movies tell you you're supposed to you're blah supposed blah blah, to, yeah. and by telling you you're supposed to, they're lying to you. Yeah, but. We were it's still supposed to feel bad dance. for Louisa. Oh, I... I don't know that we were supposed to more than we just did. Uh, I don't know. Because, again, she felt very real. Like, 
I felt sorry for her, and I also felt like, well, fucking ditch his ass. Like, yeah, I have no sympathy for you because it's been going on your entire fucking marriage. Fucking ditch, like, ditch his ass. I, I very much like. I felt sorry for her, and I didn't feel sorry yeah. for, her, which is one of the reasons she felt more real than anybody else yeah. in the movie. This just um, <laughs> almost feels like a, a snapshot in a uh-huh. never-ending loop of their life, and that's I think that's where I'm having the biggest issue here. It doesn't end. In a quote Hollywood way. Nope. Which I think is the point. <laughs> yep. But it also doesn't fill me with much hope for the future for them. <laughs> I don't feel like that was supposed to be the point. Nope. It's much to ponder. And, and yeah. <laughs> a few months from now, I'll be like, aha! Yeah. Th- th- this might require several viewings over I think several so. years. <laughs> this is a wonderful head fuck. Yeah. Beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Except for the dubbing. <laughs> yeah, the dubbing is still irritating as yeah. fuck. But totally worth dealing with mm-hmm. for this movie. Mm-hmm. There is many avenues to go down and get lost. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as I was kind of starting to do while watching it, and then I would tune back in and go, oh, shit, what did I miss? I wrote one thing down that whole time. Uh, oh, yeah, no salvation outside the church. Oh, yes, the that Christian was, dualism? Was, yeah. 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 That was a big part of the... Well, that was a big part of the whole thing. Like the We haven't touched on the religious no, God. aspects there's a, to this. There's um, so much to the religious aspects yeah. of this. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> there's sort of this predestination vibe, coupled with free will, of course, because you keep getting that lesson of there's no salvation outside the church. Yep. So if you think you have free will and leave the church, then you're not predestined to get salvation. Yeah. Made me just think of the illusion of free will. Yes, you have it, but are you supposed to use it? (laughs) Depends on who you you, talk to. Do you actually have it, or is every decision you make so thoroughly influenced by everything else that's happened to you in your life that you ultimately have no choice about what you're doing in the moment? Because you were already predestined to make that choice (laughs) due to what... Everything else that's happened in your life before. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> There's that. I love free will versus determinism. <laughs> I, I, I never felt either mattered because shit keeps happening. And that's fine. But isn't that another lie? It's fine. Provide evidence to the contrary. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. <clears throat> Don't have evidence to the contrary. You can't provide it. Exactly. Because it's not over. Just throwing it out there, but it's, it's not, not over. Yeah. It's fine. No. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and again, that's why I don't believe him. Because it's still a lie. I still believe it's fine. But that's the lie. But that's what I choose to believe. There you go. You got to believe your lies now, don't you? But I have chosen that it is fine. Mm-hmm. That's where he was at. Yep. He stopped believing his own lies. Yep. Till he had to come up with new ones. Yeah. Wow. It is life. It is life. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I still say make it a policy to be as honest with yourself as you possibly can. But don't read into that too much because... Yeah. How can you not lie to yourself all the time? 
That's kind of necessary to get through life. In some cases, yes. In my case, goddamn sure. Oh, yeah. There's, I guess, more uh, blunt <laughs> honesty when you need to, when you need it. Because no one else is going to be as honest with you as you should be with yourself. That's uh, not necessarily true. It depends on people that you, that you have around you. I've, and, I've, and I've stuff, definitely but... had some good people around me to tell me things that I yes. was not seeing. You need that perspective <laughs> from the outside. But in general, going about in life, most people are just being absolute liars to each other. Uh-huh. And that can create issues inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you internalize that shit, you know? Yeah. Try to make an effort to be honest with yourself. Yep. You will not be 100% successful at it, but that's okay. It really helps to be honest about the fact that you lie to yourself. Yes, that's, that's step one. Huge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, you can go from there. Yep. Uh, Start testing your own hypotheses first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And don't believe all of your lies, because then there's lies upon lies, and then it's... Now, uh, there are some lies you may need to tell yourself, yes. and... You may need to believe, but you also need to be aware they are lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if that that's where the problem pops up, is when you forget that you're lying to yourself. Yes, and then you get into that world that you've made yourself. Yep. It's okay that's to make those worlds, but you need to know that they're lies. <laughs> that's you when just... you believe that God made the dinosaurs to test you. <laughs> God made us to test the dinosaurs, I think. <laughs> They failed that test. <laughs> uh, yeah, watch eight and a half. Yes. Don't ask me why it's called that. We didn't. Oh my god, out. I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> Thought maybe we'd have had a discussion about that, but I got. I got, I got nothing. nothing. I don't know. No idea. Nope. Right. Nope. Whoop. We're not even gonna go there. Maybe for part two when we watch this again. <laughs> we may have to do that. We get enough Patreon sponsors that we need uh, more content to give them. There you go. Yeah, we yeah. can do revisited. Totally. We can revisit that. certain films that patrons ask for. So uh, be a patron. Tell us what you want. Your and... money buys influence. Yes. <laughs> Just like in real world. <laughs> You're a producer now. <laughs> oh, capitalism. Oh. Anyway, we mentioned the Patreon. We should probably... Yeah, go be yeah. a patron at patreon.com slash crackerclassics. Follow us on Twitter at crackerclassics. Go to crackerclassics.com and watch Eight and a Half. Yes. Oh my god. Process yes. and then maybe watch it again. Thank you for uh, staying with us through this roller coaster uh, yes. clusterfuck. Um, Thank you. We're yeah. good. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you, folks. Bye.